0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, Greater Omaha Packing, out of Omaha, Nebraska, has recalled approximately 295,236 pounds of raw beef products. Intended for non-intact use that may be contaminated with E. coli. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Services announced this. And they also want you to know that the raw beef products intended for non-intact use were produced on July 13th of this very year. And they give a complete list of products along with the product codes. There's only about 39 or 40 products that they list on their list, but I was I was particularly concerned about non-intact use. I don't really remember ever hearing what you know non-intact use is, but non-intact beef uh, is just beef products that include beef that has been injected, enhanced with solutions, mechanically tenderized by needling cubing or pounding devices or reconstructed into formed entrees you know beef that's been scored to incorporate a marinade beef that has a solution of protolytic enzymes applied to or injected into the cut of meat or a formed and shaped product such as beef gyros in addition non-intact beef products include Communitated beef products that are chopped, ground, flaked, or minced. You know, fresh veal sausage and fabricated beef steak. Now it goes on. <laughs> There's a whole page of non-intact beef facts. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea. But let's go ahead and recall that uh, 295,236 pounds, okay? Nobody wants to get E. coli, especially or even if. It's from non-intact beef, intended for non-intact use. Welcome! Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So, Bill Gates and Melinda French-Gates are now officially divorced. The judge approved their split on Monday of this week if you're listening live today is the fifth of august 2021 a thursday so it would have been the second of august 2021 the divorce uh, made official by the judge so they were married in 1994 they announced in may that they would be ending their marriage after 27 years we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple into this phase of our lives. Yeah the kids are adults. And it's time I want you out. So I guess they have a separation contract. Which is not public. So neither person is going to pay spousal support. <laughs> yeah okay. And right now I guess his worth. Or the worth is $152 billion. So if they split it in half. You're looking at. To them being worth seventy six billion each, I don't know if they'll be able to get by. Uh, I'm will you know I'm going to go ahead and say that I could get by on seventy six billion dollars, but that's yeah, just me. You know I know I know how to be frugal and how to you know cut corners and you know get uh, get meat from intact meat sources. So I don't know what's happening. I mean they're gonna I guess they're gonna to try to work together at the charity for a couple of years. And according to this, if after two years, either decides they cannot continue to work with each other, uh, French said she'll resign her position as co-chair and trustee. Oh, so if they can't work together after two years, she'll say goodbye, have a nice day. Well, that isn't that special. So I'm sure their offices will be at the you know opposite ends of the hallway, and we'll see how it works out. It's going to be interesting to see where the money goes. Now, I know that apparently they were fighting over who gets some of the money as kids, right? So the kids were struggling during this divorce. I know we just the other day, uh, the daughter, Phoebe, 18 years old, was spotted wearing a dress that was only worth like $70. Huh, wow. I mean, she's, you know, she's got to be upset. (laughs) I mean, maybe she got, I don't know if she got it at Goodwill. I don't know what secondhand store she got it at, but, you know, okay. She's trying to cut a few corners with her $69 dress, but sure, she was wearing a Gucci necklace and pendant that was worth, I don't know, $2,500, $3,000, something like that. $1 can't go out with just a dress without any jewelry on duh but apparently it was being reported that bill only wanted to give like 10 million to each kid wow how pissed are you as one of their kids you've been living I mean 10 million bucks I spit on 10 million dollars when your dad has been you know as a you know one of the richest men in the world 10 million bucks holy cow you will be wearing dresses that are only 69 dollars each and that Gucci uh chain with the pendant yeah, that's gonna have to maybe you, you might have to drop that off at the pawn shop to cover your rent next month. 10 million Holy cow uh I'd be pissed at Dad for that. So I don't know what happened in the end. Maybe Melinda talked him out of it like if you're Bill Gates kids, what do you think you're worth right? So mom and dad are splitting up and maybe they get 50-50, which is, you know, 70-some billion each. So you're going to get something from, <laughs> in the end. But to have to struggle after the divorce and you're moved out and they're continu- they're considering you an adult and they're only going to give you $10 million to live on? Uh, no, dad, no. How about each kid gets... 25 to 50 million, something like that with, you know, half of it can't be spent for 20 years or something like that. So it's just for investments and you don't get to just blow it all so that, you know, in 10 years you come back to dad and go, yeah, remember that 50 million you gave me. Yeah, it's all gone. I need uh, a little bit of help. Go see your mother. So we'll see. (laughs) But 10 million does seem a little cheap. I'd be unhappy as a Gates child, only getting 10 million. That would be, I wouldn't be going to any parties with dad anymore after that. You know, unless I thought I could get some more out of him by going to the party. Then you show up. Hey, how's it going? Uh, How do you think it's going, dad? I'm struggling. I don't have any money to do anything. I can't go out anymore. I'm stuck wearing these $70 dresses. Maybe you could give me just a little bit more money, please. And you know he's going to be doing it. So, I mean, but $10 million, Oof, no. And they keep after him on the Jeffrey Epstein connection. He already said in his interview that he met with him a couple times. Epstein said he was going to give him a bunch of money for the nonprofit. And after they met and he realized that, uh, you know, it was a mistake. He's not really doing this. I, I got out of it. I mean, I don't think there's any proof that he was ever on the Lolita Express and out at the, uh, you know, little the whatever the heck he called his island out there at the little St. James, little St. Jeff or whatever he called his island for, you know, his sex slave island. And, you know, I know we hear stories. Oh, he fainted when he heard it. this caused the divorce. OK, uh, did it? Did it? I don't know. It just I don't know what kind of we we heard his excuse. Until there's proof of something else, I'm going to go with what Bill said. But I will say, uh, give the kids more than $10 million, you cheap son of a... Anyway, I apologize. I wanted to apologize. That's right, we'll go here. Um, I wanted to apologize to Meghan Markle. Yesterday, I wished happy birthday to Barack Obama. It was his birthday, the 4th of August. 2021. Well, I completely forgot that it's Megan's birthday as well. Megan Markle, Duchess of Sussex. Is she still a duchess? Uh, happy birthday. She turned 40 yesterday. And uh, I just missed her birthday. I mean, she's got to be really pissed that she has to celebrate it on the same day as Barack. Uh, she gets uh, takes the shadow uh, away from uh, Barack doesn't it Meg sorry about that but anyway she the big news was is that uh, she did a video and she was launched her 40 by 40 global project to encourage people around the world to commit to giving 40 minutes of their time to support women going back to work and who who doesn't want to do that so she had her big video launch of that and she had other stars commit to 40 Minutes. Adele, uh, Amanda Gorman, uh, Stella McCartney. Uh, I mean, the wife of uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Melissa McCarthy was there to promote the charity message. So it's special. But uh, she also showed a picture of her desk. And on the desk was the first little picture of Lilibet. I know. Lilibet Mountbatten. Whatever her stupid name is. I can't remember the kid's name. That's right. Lilibet Diana Mountbatten Windsor. So, we still got a you know quick look at her. And it got me thinking about, have you watched The Prince yet? It's on HBO Max. It is really, really funny. And if you think, eh, I don't know. It's, you know, it's animated. And, you know, I don't know that I would like it that much. Well... Uh, The UK is upset about it. Yeah, they do not want... uh, They've accused the producers of going too far. Branding the series as repulsive and cringeworthy. Taking on the royal family like that. They won't have it, which makes me want them to take them on even more. And to be clear, every episode starts with the royal decree that says you are ordered to enjoy the following program. But please note all persons and events in this show are entirely fictional. Like this isn't really the royal family. It's like a parody or whatever. And certain recent events will not be reflected in this program. Because again, not real. So chill, that's an order. (laughs) But it is really funny. And Orlando Bloom plays Prince Harry. Uh, Francis De La Tour plays Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Lady Punch plays Kate Middleton, who plays a drunk. I mean, it's just really, really funny. Sophie Turner plays Princess Charlotte. Uh, and Gary Gennetti, the guy who created it all, plays Prince George, and it's surrounded around George. And Condola Rashad, who does a great job as Meghan Markle. I mean, it's really, really funny and worth a watch. We'll get into it. I haven't watched, it's only 12 episodes, and they're all about, I don't know, 13 to 18 minutes long or something like that. But uh, I haven't watched them all yet. There's 12 episodes on HBO Max. So once I get through them all, we'll do a full review. But it is really funny. The Prince. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something ice cold to drink, and I need something now. (sighs) refreshing so another prediction kind of come true for the old CTF facts uh, the uh, chewing the fat fat facts Uh, Mike Richards the executive producer of Jeopardy I told you after they went through all this they needed to make a decision and get on with the show for Jeopardy And Mike Richards was the best one. All these stars came out and it needed to be someone who was not a star, who was just a person who was there and can just be the show. And that was Mike Richards. He was the executive producer. Everybody loved him. And now apparently it's being reported that Sony Pictures is uh, in uh, advanced negotiations and, you know, look, by that, it means that he does a bunch of other shows that are either going to take a bite or he does them all. And uh, good luck killing yourself for the next 10 years doing that. Might be worth $50 million or $60 million for 10 years or whatever the whatever the deal is. But if he's just going to do hosting of Jeopardy and get rid of the rest of it, he's got to sign. I mean, it's got to be a at least a 10-year... $100 million, $150 million deal to just do Jeopardy and be the guy. And be the guy. And he's not going to... While he is the guy that technically replaces the guy, they have a long enough period now between all these guest hosts that he's going to be the new guy. right? He's the guy. So let him be the guy for Jeopardy and let's get this thing moved on. So, I mean, really, are we going to have... LeVar Burton or Aaron Rodgers be the host of Jeopardy! No, no, sorry. It was a cute little thing that we all did to get over Alex, and now it's time to uh, move on. And that's what I said in Sony Pictures. You're welcome. I appreciate you listening to Chewing the Fat. Uh, if you'd like to get into advanced negotiations, <laughs> call me. I'm here for you. <laughs> I see Louis CK has uh, just announced his national tour. He's going to be back out into the world. We'll see how well that goes. I mean, people were so upset with this guy. And I, you know, he was he was asking people if he could, you know, take care of himself while they were there. And I mean, you they, they you couldn't say no. Some people did. We had stories of some people were saying, "Yeah, I just told him no, Louis, not now." And he, and he obliged. So, come on now. So anyway, he's going to be back out on the road. Uh, he said, uh, telling some inappropriate jokes and stories. He said that uh, to his uh, email of fans, hello, person that you are being right now. Uh, and he talked about being out on the road and it's going to be a good thing. And they're going to follow all COVID-19 laws. And they're hoping that, you know, everything works out and we're hoping that every show that is scheduled, they will be able to do, but they're going to comply with everything and he's ready to get back out on the road. So good. We'll have Louis C.K. to kick around on the road for a while. I see, you know, iced tea, Ice tea, you know him, you love him. So apparently, uh, their five-year-old daughter, their five-year-old daughter, uh, likes to still breastfeed. Uh, every now and then and uh, people were all wound up about this it was a big deal right so um Ice-T slapped back at the critics I mean he got back no way he was mad you're not gonna take down the wife man he loves her and she loves him and uh they've been they've been a uh, you know they've been a couple for quite some time now I don't know how long they've been together Gotta be like twenty years, anyway. So he, uh, you know, I I saw the headline of uh, the wife taking a hit a little bit of uh, talking about how they, uh, she still lets her five year old breastfeed once in a while, and it's a good way for them to connect, and you know whatever. And she didn't want to give up that connection. So then one follower writes, uh, "Not sure if I'm jealous of a five year old breastfeeding." And Ice T was like, Uh, you are. You've never sucked a pretty." Eh. And. <laughs> Another observer accused Ice T of inappropriately equating a sex act with breastfeeding, which he shot down with an, a, yet another tweet. And um, I kind of agree with this. And, and I, I, you know, what if you want to breastfeed your kid till they're, you know, a thousand? I don't care. You do what you want because it's your kid. And that's exactly what Ice T's response was. Uh, why the f are you worried about my child? That's what's weird. Now go back in the basement <laughs> news flash I'm still breastfeeding every chance I can so there you go just she you know let let the let the mom be with the kids shut up she said I, I I'm not gonna take it away from her it's a big bonding moment for us for m- m- me the mother and the child so back off me so that's what i say back off and speaking of backing off why is everybody up against billie eilish now what's wrong what happened why why are we supposed to like her now she was like this big superstar woke person young kid great making videos at home with the brother and world was great and it seems like for some reason she's uh, she fell off the she fell off the we like bandwagon because not too long ago, remember, we they took after her because she didn't know how much cereal cost or something like that. And then there was something else. Oh, the dressing, the way she dressed. And then now she said, uh, this, is, uh, this is horrific, actually. And I'm, I hope, you know, <laughs> I don't want you to hate her after I tell you what she said and what she did, but you might have to. Uh, she was promoting her new album. And she put together a TikTok video. And she greeted her Israeli fans by saying... Hi, Israel. (laughs) What? I mean, the horror. The horror. And now she's being called a Zionist. And how, how dare you? Um... It said, it also said, I'm so excited that my new album, Happier Than Ever, is out now. But how dare she? Hi, Israel. Oh, man. The horror. Why, are you kidding me? We can't even say, hi, Israel. One Social media account said, I'm a Palestinian that doesn't have the right to see my country again. And if I go there, I'd live in fear of being bombed or killed. Think before you speak. Another Twitter user posted photos of a crying child and captioned it, me, a longtime Billie Eilish fan and supporter of Palestinian liberation, seeing her make a video saying, Hi Israel and proceeding to promote her new album to her Israeli audience. Oh, I know. <laughs> she said, "Hi Israel." Oh, one other said, "Billy Eilish promoting Israel in the middle of a literal massacre of Palestinians is sickening. Celebs actually make me sick." <laughs> She said, hi, Israel. <laughs> Give me a break. Come on. So, I mean, you can understand why uh, why Billie Eilish is so hated now. I don't, but maybe you do. remember way back in june i mean i can't remember that far back either but amazon uh, reportedly destroyed 130,000 unsold and returned items in a single week and then we had the big report that burberry and urban outfitters h&m nike victoria's secrets all have the same practice and that uh, people were all wound up how could these companies be doing this and we don't know what's going on. And there was all we don't know what to do. There's more than a million items a year that's being destroyed. And then well, they have got a warehouse in Scotland that destroyed all these returned items. And Burberry, they've come clean. And they've said, yeah, well, we use specialist incinerators that harness energy from the process. And we destroyed goods. And it was only worth about 37000000 million. <laughs> don't worry about it. That was just the. <laughs> oh, that's it. It's just, uh, you know, look, we make th- $3.8 billion a year. We have to destroy a little bit of product. So what? I guess I understand it. Nobody wants a used Burberry out there on the streets. and You know, Michael Coors doesn't want one of his purses out there that was returned because something was wrong with it. And now you have a, you know, a second hand Michael Coors. Well, Amazon now has unveiled plans to cut waste after facing all that backlash of destroying thousands of items. In a blog post, the e-commerce giant said it has two programs that would help resell customer returns and overstock items to give them, you know, a second life. The first program, called FBA Grade and Resell, will let third-party sellers on Amazon stock returned items as used products for customers to then purchase. Oh. I can buy used stuff from Amazon now, and the price of the item will be based on products on the product's condition. Program is starting in the UK, but is coming to the US and other markets very soon. Now the second program, called FBA Liquidations, also allows sellers to use Amazon to recover some of their inventory cost from their returned or overstocked goods. This program has already started in the U.S., Germany, France, Italy, and Spain. It'll begin in the U.K. this month. So you're going to be able to purchase used products instead of, you know, knowing that Amazon destroys them and you could buy a new unused product from Amazon. Nope, you're going to be buying that secondhand crap too. I guess it's okay, I get it, but... is it up to Amazon to sell that? Couldn't they just create a? Well, they have. So good, you know. If you want something from used, there's a way for you to buy the used product from Amazon. Good for them. It's it's the Amazon thrift store, and i I love the idea. I'm a you know I love thrift stores and buying secondhand stuff. I you know I get it, but I don't know that uh, that that's gonna work for Amazon. But it probably you know. Yeah, because their ideas have sucked so far, boy, haven't they? (laughs) They don't know what they're doing. So according to an online survey commissioned by Breeze, that's an insurance company, they found that 65% of American workers who said their jobs could be done entirely remotely were willing to take a pay cut of 5%, which could represent several years of annual raises, to stay at home. Wow. So they, they believe that people, the people said in this survey, we'll take a pay cut to stay home. Oh, um, uh, OK, sure. So I guess. Companies are supposed to say, sure, go ahead, stay home. No problem. And I get it. Everybody wants to, you know, work from home. The online survey conducted by uh, Polefish for a reason. Of course, I mean, you love the online polling firm Polefish. <laughs> they re- used 1,000 people. And they said uh, these 1,000 people were employed or looking for work at a job that can be compared. Completed entirely remotely. Most people said they wouldn't give up more than 5%, but 15% of the respondents said they'd be willing to shave off 25% of their salary to be remote. No, no, dear. Nearly half, 46%, said they would give up a quarter of their days off, and 15% said they would give up all paid time off to be able to work from home. Well, I mean, you could do that by going to work for yourself, really. And 15% of your days off, does anyone get... I mean, you have to go out of your way to get a day off in today's world. At least I, I do. I mean, I'm always working. <laughs> I mean, you're always looking online and social media and the connection we have with the world with our phones. And our laptops, they we don't get many days off. I mean, you have to go out of your way and sh- close down your electronic devices to be off from work. At least in my world, you do. Um, I that I know it's a I know, don't look at me like that. I got it. Not everybody's doing a show, Jeff. Okay, not everybody's doing that. It's not entertainment. Some of us just have to go to work and do our jobs. I get it. Okay, I get it. They also found that more than half said they'd give up Netflix, social media, or Amazon for a year. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. I don't believe that. A third of the respondents even said they'd give up the right to vote in all future national and local elections. (sighs) Okay. Gen Z was most likely 44% said they would give up their right to vote, while baby boomers were most opposed, with only 27% saying they would give up their right to vote if they were able to work from home. What? No. No, 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 no. Uh, Overwhelmingly, people wouldn't take a 25% pay cut. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody wants, I mean, 25% pay cut? To just work from home? No, thank you. No, have a nice day. Uh, no. Plus, I get everybody wants to work from home, and you could do that. I mean, you could work for yourself, right? And, well, you about a store front? Well, I mean, that's part of working for yourself. Or you could decide. I really think that more businesses are going to be doing the home and work. Maybe not 50-50, uh, 30-70, something like that because you really do miss the face-to-face one-on-one interactions with coworkers and what needs to get done and you know i i know we could do it over online face to face we have facetime we have zoom we have skype i know i know but it's just better when you have people in the same room working together talking about the same thing, focusing on what needs to happen. It just is, it just is. And I don't know that these companies are willing to give that up. You you miss that human interaction and togetherness by having everybody just stay from home. And maybe that's what you care about. If, it, if it's gonna make you more money, if people are willing to take a pay cut to work from home, go ahead, work from home then, we'll pay you less. That's more money for the company. So, take care. Thanks for calling. Can I come in today? No. Sorry, no. You wanted to work from home, and that's where you work from. I know, but I wanted to stop by. No. No, you can't come in. We don't want to see you. We'll let you know when our next Zoom meeting is, okay? But you're not allowed on the property. You work for us, yes, yeah, sure. But you don't work here. You work from your home, okay? <laughs> okay, take care. All right, so we've got some Olympic and COVID uh, headlines to talk about a little bit. We know the medal count is still the United States in the lead with 91 as of this recording. And number two is China with 74 total. China's still in the lead with gold. Although, we now have 29, China has 34 according to this chart. And that's we're, we're getting close. All right, we're five down. We can pull back. We can make that happen. All right, I'm getting a little coming to an end though we're getting close to the end of the Olympics and I'm starting to get a little concerned over the whole thing because uh we need to be I I know that some people have put the nice spin on the whole think of it China with over a billion people and we've got 300 and we're not even we're not even 400 million people and yet we're winning in in medals and and and, and we' we're, we're sure we're behind a little in golds but that's it well We need to be in front of the gold, okay? I don't care. I don't want to hear that, oh, more than a billion people. So we should be winning. We're winning in the total medal count. We're winning in the bronze. We're winning in the silver. We need to be winning in the gold, period. So let's hop to it, Olympians. Let's go. Now, I haven't really watched, well, any of the Olympics, but I see this year that they've got this big deal with the uh, mixed Gender events, and it's really—I I guess I'm okay with it. I, I don't know. I'm not sure what what to think of it yet. Uh, They're getting me okay with men competing with women, so does that mean I have to be okay with the trans athletes? So if I'm okay with the men and women, then I can be okay with the trans athletes because it really doesn't matter, right? Are we getting to the point now where it's not gonna matter? We're not gonna have the separation between male and female. I don't know. I know we saw reports where the media were told to ignore the trans athletes, unfair advantage. Um, oh okay. And then I know that we, you know, it was big reports over the mixed gender relays in swimming and in archery and in track and field. So, you know, okay. All right. All right. I guess everybody likes it. It's fine. These, uh, you know, these men and women teamed up in the new events. The IOC is pushed as an effort to increase gender equity. Well, that's good. Let's increase gender equity. And I also see where Carl Lewis, you know, one of the best runners of all time, uh, tweeted out that, uh, the USA team, he wasn't too happy with the men's relay team. And so... Uh, he tweeted this. So we'll see. Uh, The USA team did everything wrong in the men's relay. The passing system is wrong. Athletes running the wrong legs. And it was clear that there was no leadership. It was a total embarrassment and completely unacceptable for a USA team to look worse than the you kids I saw. Wow. So, man. That does not uh, that doesn't bode too well for the Olympics, man. Wow, that's not good. For, well, for the American Olympic teams, I see where uh, people were just trashing the women's soccer for losing, and uh, they did end up winning. Uh, they do they they got the bronze, but uh, they didn't get the gold. And of course, Canadians' soccer team, the Canadians. Uh, soccer team had their, a transgender athlete on it and sorry, Megan, you weren't woke enough. Just take a knee. (laughs) So we'll see all I care about really right now, this year, we can, we'll talk about, you know, the mixed gender events and the trans and how woke we are for the IOC and what a beautiful thing that we all need to be a part of. And we need to have that gender equity. We'll get to that after these games are have finished. But first and foremost, let's get the medal count above China in the golds. Okay? We need to walk away from these Olympics number one. Period. Then we can talk about equity. Let's just be... Number one, first, then we'll talk about the whole equity thing. Okay? Okay, good. Get ready. Get ready to have to make a decision. We talked a little earlier on the show about people willing to take a pay cut to work from home. You may have to take a pay cut. And that's a, you know, it's a good thought. uh, If you are willing to take a pay cut to work from home, will you still have to be vaccinated if you work for a company that mandates all employees get vaccinated. I don't know. Maybe that's a way. Work from homers are the unvaxxed. Oh, you work from home. You're one of those. Oh, okay. Cause I mean we have we have all kinds of businesses now coming through with and you know it was gonna happen, especially when Biden and the administration said we're not going to mandate people being vaccinated, that's up to the private companies. And then, you know, that, you know, they're on the phone. Oh, uh, hello. Yeah. This is, uh, this is a, a, well, a, handler for Joe Biden. He's taking a nap right now. He's a little busy. I mean, he's on the phone with other world leaders. We just want to be sure that you're going to go ahead and, you know, make sure your employees have to be vaccinated. So, okay. Uh, sure. All these big companies are coming along for the ride. And, uh, We see where they're going to make um, the military active duty troops 100% mandatory to be vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. I don't know that if you're in the military, you have a say anyway, right? I mean, if you're, maybe you do, if you're, the only way you get all the vaccines for everything is if you go overseas, if you travel. So if you're in the military active duty and you're here in the States, uh, you probably are able to say no in today's world, but you're not going to do it, Be able to say no anymore and still be in the military. Is that going to cause us to lose some good men and women? Probably. Probably. I can see that happening. Although, uh, where are they going to go work? What are they going to do? They're going to work from home, Jeff. Okay. All right. You're one of those then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I am. All right. And if they want you vaccinated, Quick and they want uh, they want it done now. Okay, get vaccinated. And I know we talk about it a lot, but it's agonizing because you people, yeah, you unvaxed people, huh, you people are the ones that are causing the problem. Okay, that's right, that's right. And in America today, COVID until proven negative, yeah. That's that's the deal right now. And really, it's, you know, vaccinated until, wait, no. That doesn't work. COVID until proven negative. I like that. And uh, let's see, if you're vaccinated, you are, uh, let's see, vaccinated, unvaxxed, dirty devil. I don't know, we'll come up with something. But I like the COVID until proven negative. I heard my wife say that last night. (laughs) And I mean, that's the way it is. Look, when I went into the hospital and they thought it was, You're even close to having some sort of sickness that resembles COVID. You've got it, period, until they prove that you don't. I mean, it is COVID until proven negative. And really, they don't even let you into the hospital unless they, you know, test for, uh, you know, if you have a temperature. and If you've been close, have you breathed on anyone or been in around the air of anyone that had COVID? Well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I live in America. And I go out into public. So you've been around people that have had COVID. So you've, you're breathing the same air. But so you're COVID until proven negative. And now, I mean, if you don't have the vaccine and if you believe that, you know, I, I, I'm i okay with you getting the vaccine and I'm okay with you not wearing a mask, with you, uh, you know, not wearing a mask. But, I, I, I you know, if you're okay with people making their own choice, you hate America and want people to die. We've talked about that for sure. Uh, and that's the way it is. It's the way it is. You don't get a choice. You don't get a choice. Okay. If you think that people should make their own decisions about whether they get the vaccine, about whether they wear a mask, about whether they, whatever they do, if you think they have a choice, no, you just want people to to die. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're outside of the United States of America, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, tell your friends and neighbors that they should be a subscriber to uh, Chewing the Fat. Uh, remember the rules, too. If you're a subscriber, remember the rules. This This is a rule worldwide globally, it's not just the United States. If you're no matter what you're listening to, if someone asks what are you listening to, you have to answer chewing the fat. That's a rule. It's part of being a subscriber to chewing the fat. You subscribe, then I expect you to listen to other things. Of course you're gonna listen to other things, you know other music, other podcasts, but you are, you know, a subscriber and a listener to chewing the fat. Thank you. But the rule is that when someone says hey what are you listening to, doesn't matter. What you're listening to, your answer has to be chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher, and then you know that creates a another person on the chewing the fat list. So it's just a rule. I just you know like to remind people of that rule every now and then. But if you're listening in to in a, to this show in another country, just know that the Biden administration is developing a plan that's going to require almost all foreign visitors to be vaccinated. So if you're in another country and you're thinking about coming here and you believe that there's a choice, <laughs> oh, man, sure you got a choice. Your choice is if you want to come here you get vaccinated or you don't come here. That's going to be your choice. I don't think, I think they changed the, uh, the illegal immigration rules to where they're going to ask. Not special. Let's see. You break into the country, and then you ask them nicely, "Hey, sure. So you're here illegally. Would you like the vaccine? Can I get you a vaccine, or would you rather have a bagel with some cream cheese? Maybe both. Go this way. Uh, go down this road. If you go down that road over there, nope. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get the vaccine. You're not gonna get the bagel. We'll give you a water, and you can hop on a bus, and we'll drop you off someplace in another state. But if you go this way." We're going to go ahead and get you the vaccine in a bagel. You choose. How about that? Welcome to the United States. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. I also, I see where the CDC decided that they added 16 destinations. So if you're from the U.S. and want to go someplace, the CDC has uh, added 16 destinations to its very high COVID-19 risk level, and that included Greece, Ireland, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. So this is the risk designation of level four is very high. (laughs) It means that people should avoid travel to these locations. Okay. I'm okay with that. I, I see where the two, this is the strangest thing, two of the Democrats that left Texas to Texas Democrats that went to Washington D.C. to protest voting rights, and they didn't want to do their job and vote here in Texas. Remember, they got on the bus and they flew private to Washington D.C., and um, I think only one is back now. Two came back, and two came back, weren't arrested. Then, uh, which I thought was hoping that Government Abbott would do, Governor Abbott would do. Well, he said he would, but he didn't. And so two came back and one snuck out and went back to D.C. And so there's been an arrest warrant issued for that one. But two other Texas Democrats, (laughs) so they don't want to vote and they care about voting rights so much here in Texas that that they broke quorum and they went to D.C. and they are there promoting voting rights and they're not coming back until voting rights are for everybody, and they aren't racist in the state of Texas. State Representative Julie Johnson and Jessica Gonzalez from Dallas, and Julie Johnson is from Farmers Branch. It's just a, you know, a city in the DFW area. They uh, apparently had non-refundable tickets to go on vacation in Portugal, and that's where they are. So they were missing for a little while, and then somebody said, "No, nah, they're they're not missing. Uh, they still show up on our Zoom meetings and everything." But they had uh, non-refundable tickets to go to Portugal on a vacation, so they just went to Portugal. <laughs> oh, okay, no problem. I wonder if Portugal is on the is on the list. The new. Level four COVID-19, very high risk designation countries. Let's take a look, shall we? As of August 3rd, 2021, let's go down the list. Brazil, Colombia, Costa Rica, Maldives, the Netherlands, Panama, Portugal. Oh my gosh. Are we going to allow these two Democrats and their families back into the country? After they had their non-refundable tickets. So they flew private. Didn't cost them a dime. They got on a bus that didn't cost them a dime. They got out of here to go to Washington, D.C. They're still getting paid for a job they're not doing technically in Texas. But they were worried about their non-refundable tickets to Portugal. And so they just left. They just went to Portugal. Apparently, they're still on the beach They're on vacation taking care of their Zoom calls and business back here in the United States. But just remember that Portugal is on the CDC's high level four, very high risk designation. So be interesting to see how much testing and what happens to those people coming back from Portugal, as opposed to if you and I were coming back from Portugal. But, you know, whatever. They're fighting for... Voters' rights here in Texas. (laughs) Right? Right. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.